Springfield, Missouri was once voted Time's City of the Year by Morris Day in the Time, right here in Jungle Lovely, Springfield, Missouri. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammond's Tires and to Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri, now and forever. My wow. name is Andy Carr. And my name is Dan Howell. Andy, back to back to back. Back to back to back. Love to seeing you. It's here. a good time. You know, we 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 had it out on the last ep- last episode. We we talked about uh the process behind getting these revival episodes together. And uh, you know, as as Perry Farrell said, we fight. We fight. <laughs> uh, but as one of my good friends once said, let me see you tonight. Put our squabbles oh, away. That's good. That's an old song that I wrote many, many years ago. Right. In the year two thousand six. Earworm that one. A little earworm that one. Thanks. You had some earworms on yeah. that old MySpace Andy Carr project page. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. There was a really early version of that song, yeah. even before the band Sister City existed. Yep. The song Squabble was, which the drummer who played those drums at the beginning of this episode and all one hundred and sixty. Five episodes of uh, Mainline Spring Food mm-hmm. Mo. He insisted that it should be called Squabbles. <laughs> Would not back mm. down. This is relevant to no one. No one cares. He doesn't listen to this. I guess the lyric goes Squabbles, a song no one's heard. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> the song he will not hear or an episode he will not hear. It's on the first Sister City album. Is it? Yeah. Oh, really? I thought yeah. that, that was only a, I love that only a MySpace cut. Yeah, that's, that's one good, of the ones one. that I will uh, sit in my apartment and play very quietly. I think I was telling you off mic uh-huh. that, that I, I live in an apartment now sure. for the first time in my life. I moved into an apartment at age 35, 34. I was mm-hmm. 34 when that happened. I had two birthdays in China. Wow. Well, that's how they do it over there. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Every year you get two birthdays, yeah. one according to the uh, messianic calendar, uh-huh. one according to the lunar calendar. That's right. Is it called messianic calendar? I don't know. It is now. <laughs> it's my messiah. Well, Dan, I moved into an apartment and cannot play guitar and sing in an apartment, Sure, which is, uh, it's okay. <laughs> Music was mostly a source of disappointment in my life anyway, <laughs> uh, but uh, I'll, I'll get the old guitar out. I'll get a new guitar out and play very quietly. Sure. And, uh. My girlfriend tells me I'm way better when I do that than when I sing loud anyway. Mm-hmm. So maybe I should have maybe I should have done that. Maybe things would have been a lot different for me. Wow, you're way better whenever I can't hear you. Wouldn't be. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. You know what? Now I understand. I really like your music whenever it's barely audible. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was being sincere. She she will sit and listen and she's a couple times mm-hmm. asked me to play. Oh. Uh, it's nice. It feels good. So, we're in the tower today. That's right. Dan, back in the tower, not an apartment. 16 floors up, baby. The first episode we recorded together in 16 months was recorded in an apartment above Prairie Pie on Jefferson Street. I posted a photo of that recording shortly before, let's let's say four or five hours before that episode Mm -hmm. came out. Fingers crossed. It worked out that way. I'm sure it will. And a previous guest of the show replied and said... That's my old apartment. Whoa! Now, who do you think of everyone on the show was most likely to have lived in that apartment? 
That um, apartment downtown that, that apartment I rented to record one that single you episode. Are referring to which I'm having to rack my brain to even picture mm-hmm. like the kind of yellow walls it and, and the, radiator painted black. It could be awful yellow lighting making the walls seem mm-hmm. even more yellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The general uh, stink emitting itself. Is, does it smell bad? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Or did it smell bad? It doesn't. No, it didn't smell bad. There's it also doesn't smell bad. a TV that looks like it's going to max out at 720p if yeah. I even turned it on. Oh, yeah. There's some shelves that are hung exceptionally well over there. Mm-hmm. A good job hanging those. Some, some exposed I, brick, probably I, reminding you of your old place. Of course, I mean, they they were hung exceptionally well when we were in there. Any guesses? Any guesses as to who might have lived in that space? I mean, the obvious guess got to be Eleanor. Oh, Prairie Pie. That's an excellent guess. And it is not correct. Not Mm. correct. Well, I don't know then. Okay. I'm going to read the message. Start with the C. I'm going to read the message. And I want you to know there's no capitals except for two Mm -hmm. and no punctuation. Okay. All right. And I'm going to leave off the very end because it will give it away. Sure. Dude, WTF, this is my old apartment. I hung up those shelves above the sink. LOL. Blank, the blank, blank here. Blank, the blank, blank. Not cusses, just words I omitted. Huh. To not give it away. Man. Uh, yeah, I just don't know. I don't know. Wrote maybe. the blank, blank here. Wrote the blank, blank blank here who wrote something which one of our guests is literate wrote the blank ep here oh we're talking about cole simmons we're talking about brat pitt we're talking about mint Mint fatigues fatigues wrote the first one ep that's so cool in the very space in which we recorded that one episode. That's very cool. That <laughs> feels like we recorded that one single episode in freaking Abbey Road. I yeah. love the first one EP from uh, the newly monikered uh, Mint Fatigues. Fatigues. Man, that's cool to hear. Yep. Had a show canceled that I would not have been able to go to anyway. Mm-hmm. He, he was supposed to play a show here at some new coffee shop over there uh, in the Will Hoyt Center. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of it. But uh, that was that day that we had the great freeze of 2022. Mm -hmm. The show got canceled, and I had canceled myself from going because I had the virus, Dan. Couldn't go. Anyway, what's up, Cole? He was a pretty somewhat loyal listener, I think, back in the day when he he came on the show. Good guy. Sure. Cool music. Excited to uh, hear what comes from him. Man, we can't wait for the next Mint Fatigue's release. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. What's going on with you, Dan? Oh, <laughs> How's your so, day been? so much, Andy. <laughs> I, I've been up to a whole lot. Um, yeah, I it's recently was uh, the new year. Yeah. Um, and I, I decided, you know, not often that I get a three-day weekend. So let's make the most of it. I spent a lot of time with family, spent a lot of time with my lovely girlfriend, Definitely didn't hole myself up in a weird, smelly apartment <laughs> uh, to do something. Uh, no, no, I, I made the most of that out of that three day weekend. You know, it was good. I got a lot done. Didn't totally squander it. <laughs> sure, yeah. I'm ask you a real question, please, Andy. Please. And I know we've joked a lot. Please get on real. Previous revival episodes uh-huh. about 
you not wanting oh, we to fight. do this. We fight. We didn't fight. Oh, we fight. Fine, we fight. Did you miss doing the show? No. You did not miss it? No. <laughs> really? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I don't miss spending the money. Uh, yeah, that I part don't, was hard. Yeah, the spending the money is hard. The... The not making the money was hard also. The not making the money was also hard. You know, I... With the revival and and even with uh, the that lone episode of Earth Food Mo, a show that will never come back. Yeah, I had made the decision to uh, you know just limit myself. I, I'm 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 helping myself out a little bit. I'm not trying to go too crazy yeah. at this at these restaurants. Although we'll hear a totally different story today. <laughs> I no, I don't know that I missed doing the episode, and I definitely the worst time to do the podcast would be right around the, the turn time. of the year christmas yeah. new year's time yeah. a lot of stuff going oh, on we would nothing slow down yeah to not yep. have to work on uh-huh. it during and this the, time the, the banking of those episodes always universally my least favorite part of recording the episode yeah. the show for the year <laughs> um so i'm glad we didn't decide to do anything like that yeah uh, for the revival we we space these out and as, as listeners will hear uh we're gonna have a lot of different things to say for each one of them because mm-hmm. they're all definitely not recorded <laughs> in a 48 hour f- span <laughs> <laughs> hey we did what we had to do given we the did. circumstances we did we had a really good plan. Mm-hmm. We had a good plan, and it did not work out. No, it didn't. <laughs> for for reasons beyond both of our control, I'm not going to say that these will be the last episodes of Spring Food Mo ever, uh, but I will heavily imply it. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> well, I know you didn't ask me if I missed it, probably because you already know that I missed it all the time. Yeah, you miss it <laughs> so much that <laughs> you, you were texting me about it in July. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's when our trip was confirmed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like having a project to work on outside of my job. Sure. Really loved that and having that structure. There were times when it was overwhelming and I held myself to certain standards. Don't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Don't have any rational reason to exist. But I really missed it. Even after a couple months of... uh, I I even talked about it. I think I talked about it on the show. I was determined to just like be normal and only focus on my real job. Sure. And turns out that is for some reason not enough for me. <laughs> like I gotta have more going on. I feel aimless without something to work on outside Wait, of my job. Yeah, and that's just a different personality. Different personality because uh, even your job requires you to outside of work hours <laughs> put in a lot. Yeah. And I gotta say, Andy, I'm just not that way. I sure. do not want a project to work on. I like to put forty hours into work and then be completely disconnected from it. And I don't like to have to do anything else that I would consider work adjacent sure. outside of the hours of work. And, uh, you know, I'm, that's starting to change. I, I have a little healthier relationship with my job now. Yeah. I.e., I am in a job that for once in the last at least five years or so I don't hate, uh, which has been really nice and I, I'm sure will be good for extracurricular projects of mine, whatever they may be, or you know, lack thereof. I like going home and playing Diablo, yeah. Andy, and and this really gets in the way of that. Yeah. Man, I also love playing video games. We both put a hundred plus hours into Vampire Survivors, oh, I believe. Absolutely. Which, I believe, which is barely a game. Yeah. Love doing that. But I just I always have that itch back there to be working on something. <clears throat> creative yeah and you know that's something uh the itch back there uh that's something you could have taken from uh dr dd i believe their last tip 
was uh, to make sure to clean the doo-doo out of your butt yeah. before you record. Mm-hmm. So the itch back there that uh, you you could have taken a little more from uh, from the wonderful Dr. Doo-Doo McStinkums yeah, that was, was on a, a previous episode of The Revival. So, Dan, uh-huh. we talked a little bit about this off mic, mm-hmm. but I want to hear about your restaurant eating habits over the last year and a half since we stopped wow. doing the show. And tell me a little bit about how doing the show has impacted your, your eating. Are there places that we went to the, on the show that you added to your rotation? Yes. Namely, New House Chinese. So good. New House is so, so good, Andy. I am a total convert and, and totally because of you. I love New House. I think it is some of the best Springfield Chinese food I have ever had. That's a main hang for me nowadays. That's sort of overshadowed creation, my previous Springfield Chinese place. I'm still doing Purple Burrito. That was something that never stopped throughout the course of the show. Yeah. I love Purple Burrito. I'm still getting Purple Burrito. I'm doing tacos El Champu every once in a while for those quesabiria tacos. But truly, Andy, almost nothing else has changed food yeah. habits-wise. I do not seek out new restaurants. I get listeners fans of the show who ask me what's the new hotness and i say to them you are asking the wrong host (laughs) the one who knew about that stuff is thousands of miles away now he i don't know he knows better than i knew i can often tell i could tell people well i've heard this place is good You I've heard K fried so chicken is good. Far up on this, yeah. I, I've also heard K fried chicken is delicious. One of my good buddies, Luke, has recommended it up and down to me, and I just haven't made it out there. I don't. I'm not a guy who goes to new places a lot. I'm even slowing down on my old places. I'm trying to just eat out less in general, which I think has been a good thing. It's been it's been a long time since I've even had Scully's, Andy. And oh, man. I we, we keep putting it off because we want to go inside. We don't yeah. want to go pick it up. We want to go hang out up there and, and have some delicious Scully's. I, I just can't. I You know? You're not eating inside yet? I, no, we're eating inside at the same degree that we were before my lovely girlfriend and i which is to say never we we just don't eat inside of places i went to school the other day well how was it awesome yeah i become i got super into ramen Uh, before i liked ramen just fine but now i'm choosing that over the walk bowl i think every time do they have the crab rangoon they did not have it when we were there no no those are so good the blue crab crab rangoons from scully's are just another level if they announce that they have it while I'm here, mm-hmm. my I'm on strict orders for my girlfriend to uh, head Oof. over there immediately and get them. Man, really um, good stuff. As far as like, there's a restaurant that I want to get into that we talked about a lot on yeah. the show previously that I have not been to since you left America, which is kind of shocking for me personally. But we're going. To, we'll we'll talk about that restaurant later. I know it's going to play explicitly into yeah. a segment that you have planned yeah. later on since down the I, line. Since I renounced my citizenship mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> that's right, I'm here illegally. And that's none uh-huh. of this is true. Yep. <laughs> I I'm a citizen of America, and <laughs> you know, and he's grateful proud to be one. for my citizenship. Yeah. We'll say grateful for my citizenship. Grateful to be a citizen of America. (laughs) (laughs) At least I know I'm a citizen. At least I know this. Healthcare is not free. (laughs) Our 
neighbors in the tower must be having the worst day in the history of their leases. Well, honestly, you bringing up that Brat Pitt used to record his songs here, that that makes me feel a lot better. I mean, I wouldn't describe... He wrote them in that space. Surely he was... Yeah, in that space, the one that we were in for Uh that episode, not this episode. We're in the Hammond's Tower, as we normally are. You know, even though they were only written and he wasn't performing them with a full band, surely at some point he plugged the guitar into an amp and had it going and and was singing. Now, sure, that's good to listen to through your walls. Not this, but... If memory of a conversation outside Scully's Mm -hmm. two years ago serves... It's actually the Royal. Went to the... Mm -hmm. Had a drink with him at the Royal... Uh, he recorded most of that album like whisper singing into a Yeti mic. Oh, really? <laughs> Honestly, I think it gives it a nice timbre. That yeah, makes sense great. for how his vocals are recorded on that album, and I think they sound lovely. Yeah, it's a it's a very good man. Album. Great album. Go check out Mint Fatigues, uh, the first one EP. Real good. Very accidentally, we've now talked about the two Instagram accounts that responded to the photo that I had posted wow. from that first. Uh, Radio Springfield episode recorded in that space. The other one was Scully's, Dan. Oh, isn't yeah. that sweet? Expressed enthusiasm for whatever it is we're doing. They did not know yet. Will that enthusiasm maintain through Dr. DD? If I had to guess, and I don't have to guess because that episode's been out for a little while now, and we do know that the fan response to it has been huge. Yeah, yeah. But if I did have to guess, I'm going to guess the fan response to that will be huge. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, certainly. I learned a lot. We're gonna, we're gonna, we may. This is this is true. We may break a hundred thousand downloads with this revival. Wow! At, at, at the at time of recording, when the revival begins, we're right around ninety four thousand. So all we have to do is get six thousand yeah. more. Just need six thousand people <laughs> to listen. And what's going to bring them in to listen, Andy? That's right. Not a weapon. Open hand. Open yeah, hand. Show me your open hand. Open hand. No weapon. No weapon. That's right. And with that, I suppose we should get into this week's restaurant. God, can we? Yep. Dan, let's learn a little bit about George's Familia Ristorante. (laughs) (laughs) Beloved Springfield Breakfast Dive, George's Family Restaurant is located at 339 South Glenstone. However, before that plot of land housed a restaurant, it was home to a series of car repair shops first Howie's in the 1950s and later Everett Cloud Sinclair Service, which regularly advertised its cheap oil changes in the newsletter throughout the early and mid-1960s until the land changed hands and the Georges building was constructed. The official website for Georges Family Restaurant claims that it was, quote, established by current owner George in 1973, but on a few levels, that claim is not accurate. George's was established a few years earlier by a different George. A George known less for his work as a restaurateur and more for his work in a field more befitting of his restaurant's location's previous purpose, automobile service and repair. Wait, how about it, Cooper? Are you going to get this car fixed today? I'll get it fixed. I'll get it fixed. If you didn't drive so fast, you wouldn't have to get it fixed. Besides, Andy's mad at me, so just hush, Gilly. That was the voice of Goober the lovable lunkhead mechanic from the classic 60s sitcom The Andy Griffith Show, syndicated episodes of which ran on KY3 for decades. Every day that show was on, 12.30 p.m., right after the KY3 News at noon. 
The Andrew Griffith Show ran 249 episodes, and I'm pretty sure I saw every single one of those episodes while waiting for my mom to get her hair done by a nice lady named Sherry at Hair Expressions at 2240 South Campbell. I challenge anyone to name a local television time slot more iconic than Andy Griffith after the news. But, of course, on September 9th, 2021, KY3, hell-bent on destroying its legacy, canceled The Andy Griffith Show and replaced it with another half hour of news. This was likely the second worst act committed by KY3 that year. The first worst, the very most worst, was, of course, when the brass at KY3 officially banned the station's on-air talent from appearing on Spring Food Mo. Yes, this actually happened. We're, we're pretty sure. Anyway, with AGS off the air, yeah, true fans call it AGS, the last remaining local legacy of the Andy Griffith Show in Springfield is George's Family Restaurant. Yes, we finally circled back to Goober, or rather, to the man who played Goober, George Lindsay. George Lindsay joined the Andy Griffith Show at the end of season four, halfway through the show's run. His character, Goober Pyle, replaced another character, Gomer Pyle, Goober's cousin, who had moved on to his own spinoff show. Goober came to Mayberry to take over his cousin's job at the local fill-in station. George Lindsay appeared on 86 episodes of the AGS, about three-fifths of the last four seasons. Goober was a minor character, but once the show ended in 1968, George Lindsay began to aggressively build what can only be described as the Goober Industrial Complex. He licensed his name and image everywhere he possibly could. He put out albums as Goober, hosted events for hire as Goober, and this is for real, George Lindsay got into Goober-themed real estate development. The business that's relevant to us, though, is a chain of steakhouses bearing George Lindsay's name called George Lindsay's Steakhouse, the very first of which opened on June 6, 1969, right there where the building still is today on the west side of Glenstone between Walnut and Cairo in Springfield, Missouri. I looked at every single ad for George Lindsay's Steakhouse that appeared in the news leader in the 60s and 70s, and they are hilarious. The ads were huge. They usually took up a quarter of a page, and they rarely mentioned food. The entire selling point of the restaurant was Goober, with George Lindsay's disembodied head imploring readers via caption to come on by his restaurant. My favorite of the ads has Lindsay's huge head saying, Buy George, a picture of me is free. Kids, ask for yours when you come. Obviously, this was a quick cash grab for George Lindsay. A few more George Lindsay's steakhouse franchises popped up in other cities, but the fees George and his partners were charging were exorbitant. About $20,000 per store back in 1969, which is equivalent to about $160,000 today. For context, it cost $45,000 to open a McDonald's in 2023, the year of our Lord. You know who. Talking about Zenu. George Lindsay was looking for fast, easy cash. His variety of goober-centric businesses all operated under the umbrella of a Missouri-headquartered corporation called George Lindsay International Incorporated. And the steakhouse chain was one of the many, um extremely high risk, i.e. very bad investments made by George Lindsay International that led the business shingle into involuntary bankruptcy when 16 different creditors sued them in 1977. Adjusted for inflation, the debt of George Lindsay International was almost 25 million American dollars. Lindsay's company lost the suit and all its assets, including 700 acres of property along Table Rock Lake, were divided among the creditors. 
George Lindsay had begun using Goober to hawk lakeside timeshares. What's fascinating to me about all this is that it's basically been stricken from the record. It's not on George Lindsay's Wikipedia page. You can't find stories about any of this by Googling. It's just not out there unless you dig. I just stumbled onto the story that would have been a big story if it had happened to a celebrity today, even a D-list celebrity like it seems like George Lindsay was. And I found this just scanning through newspaper clippings about an old restaurant. I love doing this show. I really miss it. George Lindsay was fine after his company lost all that money and property. It looks like his involvement might have been purely promotional anyway. He was just taking a fee to slap his name on products and then to help sell them. After all the businesses fell through, George Lindsay's plan B was really more of a plan G. He went back to playing Goober on TV, reviving the character as a regular on perennial hillbilly variety show Hee Haw for another 20 years. He played Goober for like three, four decades. It's a long time to play somebody called Goober. Anyway, George's, the Springfield restaurant. That's what you all care about, maybe. George Lindsay sold the Springfield location of his steakhouse in 1973 to another George, George Stevenson, a man about whom I can find very little information. What I can tell you though, definitively, is that George Stevenson did not establish George's The Restaurant in 1973. He didn't even drop the Lindsay name until 1976, when the controversy surrounding the restaurant's original proprietor began to blow up. George Stevenson has continued to own and operate George's for so long now, almost 50 years, that the George in the name is definitely him. George Stevenson and his wife Patricia ran the place together for all that time, and their daughter Desiree is operator and part owner now as well. George's, under its various names, George's Steakhouse, George's Restaurant, George's Family Restaurant, received remarkably little attention from the press over the years. It's most famous for having been the place that the Springfield Three were last seen before they disappeared. George's has an absurd number of Google hits from those true crime circle sites that all regurgitate the same information over and over and over and over and over. Ugh, it's exhausting. The news leader profiled the restaurant as a restaurant one single time back in 2008, and that piece had no information about the owners or the history of the restaurant itself. George's did appear in the paper a lot over the years, however, because it was the site of many, many late night slash early morning burglaries and assaults. It got robbed so many times. Got robbed a lot. George's used to be one of the few restaurants in town open 24-7. When the bars closed at 1.30 a.m., you went to Ziggy's or you went to George's. And as you might expect, when you collect a bunch of Springfield's drunkest, dumbest diner patron dips all in one place, it could get a little rowdy. But hey, is it rowdy now in 2023? Does George's live up to its relatively recent rechristening as a family restaurant? You are about to find out. Didn't you ever watch Andy Griffith's show? Andy, I did. I, I definitely enjoy some Andy Griffith show. It's still something that occasionally will get thrown on if we're just in the mood for something goofy to put on in the background. 
just in your home or when you're with your parents or when I'm in my home with my lovely girlfriend, you know, a lot of times having the old TV on isn't about watching necessarily. It's more just about background energy and, uh, you know, something like that, something like the old Star Trek, something like Twilight Zone, Outer Limits episodes. Those are nice just to just to have on just to just to feel as if you're getting a little bit of a background static coming in. On top of that, I just pine for those olden <laughs> times, Andy. I wish we were in Mayberry with Aunt B and Ope and all the rest. <laughs> yeah, and Goober. That Aunt B. Hottie, right? Yeah, I was going to say, must be, that B must end for babe. Oh, yeah, she got a can on her. <laughs> I, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't remember well enough. It's Aunt B. It's the, 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 the matriarch. I'm going to tell you something, Dan. Mm-hmm. In the history segment when I was acting like I cared about Andy Griffith on KY3, uh-huh. I was pretending. Yep. I don't care. You're a liar. You're a liar like that. <laughs> I, I have vague memories of seeing it at when my mom was getting her hair done at Hair Expressions on uh, South Campbell, but I, it's not something that meant anything to me. I did see that there was a little bit of an uproar on Facebook whenever they moved it because uh, I, I sure. went back and was looking at the old post when KY3 announced they would no longer be showing AGS after the news, and people were mad. What are they showing now? More news. <laughs> truth truly yeah 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 <laughs> anyway dan uh i don't know that show had some kind of funny gags i was i was watching the, the stuff with george Lindsay and genuinely enjoying it it's very silly it's yeah. very silly humor also don knott's funniest part don knott's funny man R- real creep barney's a I, real creep yeah. in the show I hear that Don Knotts maybe not too far um, removed as far as a uh, creepy, or, or at least you know he's a man lived a certain lifestyle. Sure. I think he was known to. Uh, um, how did he put it? Get it? God. <laughs> Why? <laughs> no, that I just think he said that once. Yeah, sure. I mean, he's. You look at him. You know that that man gets down on the reg, as they say. Andy, I'm I'm getting it. Tonight, <laughs> <laughs> why is he talking to me? He, he's, the lead of the show's name is Andy Griffith. <laughs> Andy, <laughs> <laughs> one of the famous clips on one of the more famous clips you can find on YouTube is of Barney and Goober. It's it's Barney giving Goober dating advice, and what he does is go to Andy's house, and they both spy on Andy on a date with someone. Yeah. And he's like, "Watch, it. he's gonna go in for a smooch." <laughs> he's he's having Goober watch. Yeah. He's like, "Here's what's gonna happen." But now. Andy was probably too like, virtuous to actually go in for that smooch. Am I right? No, no, he did. He oh, does. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was mm. he was about to. About to, he, he was You're living ready. that. Yeah, he was about <laughs> living that Don Knotts lifestyle. About to tie the well, knot. The thing that really struck me about that scene was the fact that Barney knew everything that mm-hmm. was going to happen. Meaning he watched this before. Oh yeah, he had yeah. come by the house and observed this mm-hmm. happening before. Oh yeah, and of course Andy eventually sees them or hears them and has he goes and he just shuts the blinds. He doesn't get on to him. He's mm-hmm. like. Those silly guys. Doesn't get on to him. Doesn't like do anything silly to mislead them on no. their date tips. All right. Well, I Shakes his head. A different way, but. Pulls the blinds down. Huh, okay. 
you, you can still listen. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah, that's, that's what he said what to he camera. Said. He looked at camera and he said, you can still listen. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> anyway, George's family uh-huh. restaurant. That was just a really surprising history to me. I had Great no history. idea, no idea that George Jones had been involved. I did see that somebody had rediscovered that on the Springfield Reddit like four months ago. So it's not like a full mind blower. Uh, it blew, it was mind blowing to me when I discovered it. Sure, but and you don't have a full mind. So it's true. Yeah, it's a, it's a very partial at this yeah. point. Once I finally figured out that that was where the name George came from, I had that to go off of, and that brought up a bunch of other stuff. So it's not like I feel like it's maybe not a well-known fact, mm-hmm. but they don't list it on the website, and the oh. date they list on the website is not right. It's not true. Yep, it's not true by any it's measure. Not. It's really um, not, which is interesting. And it's just unclear why it yeah. is that way. It's not like an illicit history no. that needs to be buried. It's just buried. Whatever. But hey, it's still around. It's still like the number one place to play Keno in Springfield. Oh yeah, I feel like let's just start there. Mm. You, you, it's a very unique building. It's got that red roof. You know, it's got the the V shape. What what is that called? Some specific style of building. I don't know. I would all. I mean, I would like liken it to the old school Pizza Hut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's It's not in an old Pizza Hut building as you'll sometimes see with businesses that have that iconic roof. But uh, uh, yeah, it's it's just sort of a. Mm, I don't know. I wish I was an architect uh, and, and I knew stuff like that. Yeah, but I if I if I know one thing, it like a triangle. <laughs> it, 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 it be like a it triangle. Like a triangle. Yeah. So, yeah, it, you can look and see where it used to say George Lindsay's Steakhouse because they did the low budget really? version of changing the sign that George's is all the way to the left. When you look really? at the building from any from any side uh-huh. where it says George's, George's is all the way to the left, and there's a lot of room. It, when you think about it, it, like it makes more sense uh, to the mind for it to be in the center mm-hmm. of of the building. Sure, I can uh, picture it now. Yeah, I want. I wonder if at some point you could see like Lindsay's Steakhouse like burned in by the sun. Uh, well, oh, that's a great point. Yeah. Maybe you could. Sure, it's it, been repainted at this. Yeah, point. Yeah, many times over. It's yeah. only George Lindsay's Steakhouse for like four years before mm-hmm. it sold to the other George, which is wow. it's another hilarious detail. So I wonder if that if that George bought it just because it'd be convenient, or I want to know why he bought it. Maybe he was just looking to get into the business. And it was a coincidence. Don't know. Yeah, I mean, it it seems. As likely as anything, yeah. it's like I mean, especially with, with the way things were and how easy it probably was to start a business like this. It was just like, oh, okay, well, yeah, let's pick this one that already has the sign taken care but of. It's, it's been a long time. They having their fiftieth and well, their fake fiftieth anniversary this this year. Wow! And the the daughter still runs it. The, the old George is still alive. Uh, he's still kicking. I don't really? think he's there day to day now because he's a he's a you know he's one of our elders. Sure. And uh, his daughter. They still still running the restaurant, which is pretty cool. It's been around a long time. What's your history with George's like? I'd been there a few times in college, late night, you know, late night fun and late night fun. Yeah. And a few times just for breakfast. It was never one of my favorites. It used to be pretty dark and dingy in there. Mm-hmm. It's been remodeled. It looks nice now. It does look pretty nice now. Uh, it's it's almost, it almost almost has a modern look. Mm-hmm. Though it's still a little little a little homey. They pack a lot of tables in there. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, you're not like rubbing elbows or anything, but they they keep that thing running as many people as they can fit. Mm-hmm. That's how many are in there. 
everybody in there seemed happy to be there too. It was, there was a lot of people. Oh, yeah. We did go on New Year's Day. Very busy. Uh, but I had also gone the previous day because my my girlfriend's family New enjoys Year's Eve. the previous day. New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But also gone there for breakfast that day, and they were equally busy. Uh, that day, so I did go to Georgia's two days in a row. Though I think that's the only time I'm going to double up for this this revival. Yeah, and you know, honestly, Andy, if there were any restaurant I could double up for this revival, it would be Georgia's. Yeah. I, you know, spoiler alert for the end of the review, but I'm pretty happy with the, our Georgia's going experience. I, I I didn't get a lot, or so I thought, mm-hmm. uh, but man. You can you can fill up at Georgia's and then yep. some. We we ordered three entrees between us today. Uh-huh. And wh- how many plates did we get? Seven plates. Or I something? would say there were seven plates. There was definitely more room on the table, or there was no room on the table. There no. were things that like I had to physically combine plates of to fit other things onto our yeah. table. Yeah. Um. Quite the spectacle. I whenever our food arrived, I, I was man. That that was nice, especially on that early morning of New Year's Day. We couldn't have picked a better time to eat Georgia's, Andy, yep. uh, than than after a night of reverie. You know, you you said you had had the, some drinks the night before. I did. Um, I had a drink the night before, as well as some other things. Yep, Molly, cocaine, heroin, uh, <laughs> pills. <laughs> What kind of pills? <laughs> just like some Advil? Uh, just a handful of pills. Oh, okay. Some dude. They they were all different. I think one was a Tic Tac. You're but, doing um, astoundingly good for having done that uh, yeah. 16 hours ago. Well, I did not sleep. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I did sleep, apparently, in uh, Brat Pitt's bed. Ooh, wow. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I wonder what kind of nasty stuff Brat no, did in that bed. It's no wonder it smelled so minty in there. Oh, man. Probably normal stuff sleeping uh-huh reading cool you know right in let us know what kind of nasty stuff you did in that bed. <laughs> <laughs> i i texted cole uh-huh. and if he if he calls we'll just drop whatever we're doing and talk to him perfect about what he did in his apartment yep about what the, <laughs> well, the nasty things he did in his bed specifically no <laughs> No, fine. That, okay. That's what I'm asking. I'm going to ask him two questions, and I'm, I'll guarantee this right now for the listeners. I'm asking him what nasty stuff did he didn't do in that bed. Mm-hmm. And number two, I'm asking him if he knows what a hot toddy is. Okay, I'm not going to explain what that means or why I'm asking him. All it's right, gonna happen. Fair enough. Okay. Cool. So Georgia's, we're mm-hmm. back to Georgia's now. This is a great review, fully wow. on rails. It is. Okay, I did go twice because I wanted to get. I really want to sample. All three sections of the menu, though I only sure. wound up officially sampling two, as in my own orders. Yeah. I wanted to get something from the breakfast portion yes. of the menu. Want to get something from the traditional diner dinner. Absolutely. And for some reason, they've also got Tex-Mex, yep. a Tex-Mex section mm-hmm. that seems heavily inspired by Mexican Villa. I, heavily yeah, inspired by Mexican it Villa. It really does. All right, Dan, let's start with the breakfast. Let's I think we got it. a lot of breakfast to talk about a here. A lot. So... My first trip on New Year's Eve, I got the chicken and Belgian waffle. I had just been wow. to Roscoe's in L.A. Uh, two weeks before. I did eat at Roscoe's while having COVID. I didn't know that I had it. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. So I'm very sorry about... I'm very sorry to Roscoe. Yeah. Just to Roscoe. To Mr. Roscoe. Yeah. yeah. 
Chicken and Belgian Waffle at George's. Huge golden brown malt-flavored waffle stack and crisp chicken tenders. Belgian waffle stack only. I don't have to read that part. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this description from the website is a little bit different from the the menu. It says pearl sugar Belgian waffle. Yep. Now, I'm not totally sure what pearl sugar is. Do you know? I would say it is powdered sugar. Powdered sugar. Yeah. Okay. So, this was fantastic. It was so good. The chicken, fine. The chicken was like Tyson chicken chunks, like bread Tyson chicken not chunks lying, deep fried. They're tenders. They were, it was it was good. They're about the size of an egg. Sure. And I liked them. It was nice to cut them up. They were juicy. They were hot. They were delicious, steamy. Very good chicken, though I, I guarantee you they're not breading them by hand back there. They're just coming out of... They're frozen, and they're going straight into the fryer. Nothing sure. wrong with that. The waffle, though, was special. This had a lot of flavor. Mm. A lot of flavor. It was very rich, but the best part was it had a texture the waffles usually don't. It was not crispy on the outside, which normally would be a mark off for me. I mm. I like a crispy waffle. Yeah. I need a crispy waffle, Dan. This waffle had crunch on the inside. Whoa. On the inside. And I think it must have something to do with the type of sugar. Because you could... I think the crunch came from extra big sugar granules. Mm. That's my sugar theory. Sugar pearls. Must be. Yeah. Man, it was so good. So good. They had... Just, you know, like hungry man syrup or something on the table. No sure. no fancy maple or anything like that. But would have been, you know, next level if we got the maple syrup. And mixed with the chicken, it was great. It was not as good as Roscoe's because Roscoe's is very special. Uh, but, man, this, I don't know. I can't think of a better chicken and waffle that I have found in, in Springfield for sure. It sounded really good. It was the first thing on the menu that my eyes went towards. Mm-hmm. And had you not said that you had ordered it, I it would have been exactly what I got. That Yep. Man, uh, it just sounds lovely. And honestly, at a place like George's, I kind of want just a straight up fryer chicken tender. Sure, yeah. I, 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 had, I, whenever I read the menu description, I was curious if it was chicken tenders, which it says on there, or if it was going to be bone in chicken. And you know, if I, if I'm going to a place like this, I want a tendy. So they, that that's fine with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I accept. <laughs> you accept a thing that you didn't try. Yes. And <laughs> absolutely. Uh, let's get into one of your breakfasts. Let's get into one of my breakfasts here, Andy. Well, it's true, folks. I didn't get much breakfast. I got something off of more the diner dinner menu. Uh, however, it did have some breakfast accompaniment, namely the hash browns, Andy. Wow. Now, I got hash browns with this bad boy, and I'll, I'll get into what exactly said bad boy is. But, but it came with your choice of taters, basically. It came, it came with your choice of side. And one of those sides is the hash browns. And for just $1.99, Andy, you can get those hash browns upgraded to Georgie's hash browns. Not Georgie's style, not Georgie's way. These are Georgie's hash browns. Mm-hmm. And Georgie snapped on these hash browns, Andy. <laughs> they were really, really good. The hash browns come aside from your normal plate uh, in their own little metal skillet was off. Also, you know, you ordered an actual skillet. It was the same thing that that was served in hash browns, not super crispy or I mean, after you take into account the toppings, almost zero crispy in there, but not 
not undercooked, certainly. You had said that somebody in your previous party had a undercooked problem yes. with their hash browns. I was going to pop in and say that. No Christmas to the hash browns that mm, I tried. I hate that. Yeah. I hate, and while these were not super crispy, they definitely were not undercooked. It was a really great kind of not quite wet, but solid starchy mass that you get whenever uh, you get some layers of hash browns and these hash browns they were topped with your choice of cheese i went colby jack which is uh what is it andy please inform me sounds like me watching agent carter yeah (laughs) and explain it again to me Uh -uh. you've already explained it to you once okay well um God, grab a pillow out of Brat Pitt's room and Colby smolder you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, th- these potatoes, uh, you, you get you get your choice of cheese on them. I chose Colby Jack. You also get your choice of meat on them. I got those little cubes of ham. They come standard with peppers. They come standard with onions. It was all really, really delicious. Worth every bit of the $2.00. I would not go to George's without getting the Georgie's hash browns. I think may have been my favorite thing that I had the entire meal. It was really great. Really great. Really great. And I, I got something very similar for one of my breakfast entrees. Please. And the, the, the small variation from the George's skillet and the Georgie style hash browns Made all the difference. Get into the Georgia skillet because we we had planned on splitting this. You know, I normally I would have to get something like the Georgia skillet to fulfill the dedict. Yeah. Uh, But you had decided that it would be best if we split that. So I decided that would kind of fulfill the dedict. I would have some Georgia skillet. I then ordered these Georgie's hash browns, which we would come to find are remarkably similar to the skillet. Andy, tell us what the skillet is. American fries. Mm. With sautéed onions, green peppers, With tomatoes. some American fries. <laughs> it's just a slice of potato at the bottom of the... <laughs> now. Bottom of the what? <laughs> <laughs> and the choice of ham, bacon, or sausage. I got bacon mm. topped with Colby Jack cheese, which actually Haley Atwell played Agent Carter, so that joke doesn't oh, okay. work. Yep. <laughs> and two eggs any style. I got sunny side up. Start with the side of our zesty ranchero sauce, which is marinara sauce. Yeah, uh, I noticed that. Choice of toast, side of hotcakes, or biscuit and gravy. I got sure. the biscuit and gravy. Biscuit and gravy, pretty good. A plate of two biscuits smothered and covered in gravy. It's one biscuit oh, cut in half. Okay, yeah, okay. cut in half, okay. laid okay. in such a way that it looked like sure. two because they're big ends. Yeah, and a lot of gravy. Yeah, on that a lot plate. of gravy. A lot of gravy. I, I could use a little bit more salt and pepper to the gravy, sure. to be honest. I so that, that was pretty good. I think you got gravy in one of your entrees, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about that. Really good biscuit, though. Very buttery, very flaky. Yep. Great biscuit. Held up under all that gravy, too. Sure did. Yeah, it's almost as if it was made to withstand mm-hmm. the heavy weight, the heavy burden of gravy. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. That's what the band was singing about. I Absolutely. Think, the weight of the gravy. Let's go back to American fries. What What, what do you think an American fries? is? Andy, there's a bit of contention here because you think that you ordered... American fries and received what they think American fries are. It's something that you were just unaware of, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, boiled potatoes, basically. Yeah. 
I think American fries are a standard thing that means fried crispy cubed potatoes. Mm. I don't think you're missing anything okay. here. I think you just got some poorly prepared American fries. Sure. We were debating whether or not there were potatoes yes. because they were thin and translucent, much like a sautéed onion. Mm-hmm. This tasted good. It tasted Looks fine. identical to the yeah. Georgie's Browns, except it comes with a choice of eggs, yep. whereas the Georgie's do not. And I did enjoy getting some of that yolk sure. mixed in there with Sunny everything. Sunny side up, right on top. Looked delicious. Th- this was good. Just confusing. And I think I would have liked the more had you not gotten those Georgie-style hash browns oh, yeah. that just were better. They're, I tried both of them. Same ingredients. Yours were, was a better combination yep. of those ingre- ingredients. Totally. And and while I, you know, like I said, the Georgie's hash browns weren't crispy like you were expecting, especially from those skillet browns. But I think the form factor of the shredded potato at like kind of the wetness level that it was at is much better than if you're going to get cubed potatoes that are that wet, uh-huh. uh, which is what you unfortunately got in the skillet. I was just disappointed at how similar they were because the skillet is an entree. And I mean, you could just order two eggs with those Georgie's Browns and get out with the same thing. Mm-hmm. Identically, there, there was no difference if you added eggs to the, these hash browns. I don't know what the price factor would be, but I feel like you could get out of there a little cheaper. If yeah. you just got the Georgie's hash browns with eggs a la carte. That's a good plan. We should pause, head back, try that. Sure. Yeah, let's do it right now. And we're back. Yep, we are back. Uh, we kind of explained to the waiter what we were doing. They uh, said a podcast. Uh, a podcast, again. and then they beat her. Yeah. Yep. So that's stupid. So we, we you know, we're now, now back from the hospital. Uh, we, are, we have been treated for uh, the, the deep gashes on our bums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doc, I got a bum gash. What are you going to give me, Doc? Hey, Doc, I got a bum gash. What are you going <laughs> to give me? <laughs> so, yeah, that was a fail. That yeah. was a fail of the failure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what did you get from the diner menu? Andy, from the diner menu, I, I really straddled the line there between mm-hmm. breakfast and uh, dinner with the absolutely fantastic country fried steak andy this is over half a pound of crisp breaded beef crisp breaded beef crisp breaded beef andy smothered in our creamy homemade sausage gravy Uh, this comes with a side also apparently comes with eggs i didn't it doesn't say that on there but it is served with some eggs i got it with the georgie's browns i got it with eggs scrambled Uh uh-huh Man, Andy, this was so good. I, I'm excited to eat like the other half of it that I have in the fridge. It was very crispy, first of all. And what sold me on this was, one, I'm a fat little piggy. <laughs> Two, you said that your girlfriend, this is her favorite thing yeah, yeah, to get yeah. here. She now, she's that. not a fat little piggy. No. She it seems very fit. So Indeed. I thought to myself, I want to get fit. Mm-hmm. Let me get that chicken fried steak and gravy. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I was trying to eat like a fitness star, like a CrossFitter. Um, And I think I accomplished it with chicken fried steak and gravy. You done good. Uh, Very crispy. Um, Didn't have any of that sinewy, like 
toughness that you can get with kind of a pounded out hamburger uh-huh. steak. None of that at all. It all just cut right through the gravy I thought was delicious. I think the extra saltiness from that breading on there pluses up the gravy a little bit. Probably could have used some pepper. I just slid this whole country fried steak onto my patty of scrambled eggs. That was cool. Every oh. bite. I almost did drop the okay. whole thing on myself. But no, he was the the, the server came up. I don't uh-huh. remember the, the wording exactly, but she was trying to help you. Uh-huh. And he's like, no, I got this. Yeah. And no, no, your words were, this is perfect. Yeah, this is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and he promptly poured uh-huh. his chicken fried steak onto his belly. Yeah, right onto my belly, <laughs> which, you know, had I not had this belly, it would have been on the floor. Oh, that's true. So, yeah. You know, I'm glad that the, I'm glad that I've only had my first George's country fried steak because had I had like many of these, I might be in the type of shape. I wouldn't have a belly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. and, and I would have gotten the country fried steak on all over my shirt. That that's just a little bit on my the shirt. power of positive thinking. Uh-huh. That is a prime that's, example. I'm a I'm a pause vibe emanator like mm-hmm. like uh, like 311 and I only come <laughs> original except whenever I'm taking Don't. somebody else's order. Okay. Uh, <laughs> your girlfriend came originally. Uh-huh. Um, so and I kind of I kind of jacked her steez really good. And with the addition of that Georgie's style hash browns, just my singular entree order, everything else on the plate uh, on our table aside. Perfect. Five out of five. Nice. I'll, I'll, I'll spoil it just for that one. Five out of five. Okay. Dan. So good. It's time to, you know, Grab your poncho, uh-huh. your sombrero, and your con- conceal and yep. carry permit. Let's go for the border, Andy. Because it's Tex-Mex That's time. right. <laughs> All right. So we got to start with the chips and salsa. We did not order this, but it showed up. It did. Did we get charged for it? I don't know. You speculated that you ordered something off the Tex-Mex menu, so they brought us chips and salsa? Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'm really glad they did. Very thin chips. Definitely bagged. They're not making chips sure. there. Nice and salty. The salsa... Mm-hmm. Really interesting. You you made the initial observation that this is this is different. This is not what we expected. Nice kind of darker hue to yeah. it. A little darker than you'd see from a traditional salsa. Mm-hmm. Definitely darker than your ranchero salsa that came, uh, which was marinara. With the skillet, which was definitely just red marinara. Dan, it was like the ultimate mixture of all three Mexican villa sauces. It really was. It was. It had that very spice. It was very spicy, mm-hmm. but the heat took a while to appear. Had a really sweet perceivable. front end. Mm-hmm. Starts sweet in the same like syrupy sweet way that the Mexican Villa salsa is sweet, and then it gets very spicy because it has those crushed red peppers mm. in it. They're just they're just floating in there. Real good. Uh, it's it's pretty it's a pretty thick. It is pretty viscous yep. sauce. Not chunky with like big chunks of peppers or tomatoes. Yeah. Just more like a lot of tomato pulp and a lot of those uh, pepper flakes as mm-hmm. you said you get a lot of seeds in there and and that heat shows up yeah and you were enjoying it with coffee we did get coffee. oh man yeah yeah i thought i thought you know a little hit of that kind of spicy salsa you chase that with coffee i i love the blend of coffee in many different foods my my girlfriend d- does not agree with my eating habits around coffee where I will have like just a regular lunch yeah. sandwich or any old thing with some coffee. But I, I like that. Yeah, that's freak behavior. It is. I know. But I like the I like the contrast, Andy. If nothing else, I'm a, I'm a man of many ways. I don't even like how coffee pairs with a savory breakfast. Sure. Only a pastry. 
Oh, see, I love it with some eggs and bacon. Like that's, oh man, that is the move for me. A little, uh, that was what I was looking forward to yeah. most at, to this trip to Georgia's truly was the unlimited coffee and greasy eggs. I mean, I got I, it. I know you tend to really like coffee whenever you're eating from an ashtray, like it's a salad plate. Yeah. Your coffee and cigarettes. Yep. My coffee and cigarettes. <laughs> Wim Winders. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's Jim Jarmish. <laughs> Vim Jarmish. <laughs> <laughs> there was a Vim Vendors Film Festival just a couple blocks from my apartment in oh, China. Really? There weren't going to be subtitles that I could read, mm-hmm. uh, but that would have been really cool. Hey, you made some English movies. Well, and I know that you you let me know you were excited because you were just like, oh, wings of desire like a chicken wing. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, I decided to go on a Vim. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So I got the queso burrito. That's the my that was my order from the Tex Mex section of the menu. And it does have its own section with mm-hmm. I think four entrees. Yep. Large flour tortilla stuffed with melted cheese, refried beans, and seasoned ground beef, topped with creamy white queso sauce. Uh-huh. Oof. Man. Now, I'll start with the positive stuff. The beans. And also the rice, which are not mentioned here. Mm-hmm. I thought the beans and rice were really good. Yeah. Got your standard be- rice and beans. I think the, the rice is a little different than the standard, I would say. Like yellow. It's, yeah. Was very light yellow. Very very different from mm-hmm. anything that I'd seen around, at least at a Mexican place. And I thought it paired really well with the beans. They're both very rich. The rice was almost had a butteriness to it. Mm. Something was making that rice rich. Maybe but they it's more like in, chicken stock rice than yeah. like spicy Stan- Spanish rice, mm-hmm. what it looked like. Really enjoyed the rice and beans. I'm just now remembering that I didn't touch the salad, even though it looked decent. I, had a little salad I thought there. the tomatoes on top of it looked a little suspect. Sure. I, I thought maybe there was a reason you had avoided the salad. Yeah. But I, I think it's probably best you did. We had a bunch of stuff. It there was, was so too much, much going on. It's like I'm not going to waste room on vegetables. Yeah, I know. But we got to talk about this burrito. Do we do? I mean, the actual burrito might have been good. Could have been. But it was very difficult to tell because... That creamy white queso uh-huh. sauce. It is white. It is white. Let's preface it. It's white. But what was it, Andy? What did you eat? It tasted like the most pungent white Velveeta. It was cheese whiz. Uh, yeah, yeah. You observed cheese whiz. It had cheese whiz it, flavor. It was cheese whiz flavored. Like I, I don't know if there exists a white cheese whiz besides like your high school nickname. <laughs> but uh, whatever we ate was definitely cheese whiz it had (laughs) what's wrong andy trying to text no i'm looking up a word i was going to use had a real noxious flavor in the back of the throat kind of setting off the gag reflex sure it was it was bad you definitely hit the nail on the head as far as like mexican villa form factor yeah the the inner ingredients of it as well as the shell it's giving mexican villa andy I'm pro Mexican Villa. Sure. You know I like Mexican you Villa. You love it. You love the mascot. <laughs> no, I don't I, love the mascot. Yeah, you're pro the mascot. Don't love the history. Uh-huh. I like the taste of some of the, the yeah. items on the menu. You like the mascot and the original seating chart is what you <laughs> said <laughs> you were a big fan nope. of. <laughs> Never said any of that. In fact, I'm pretty sure that I very self-righteously made it clear uh-huh. that I was against all of that uh-huh. and felt very con- conflicted about... Uh, my affinity for the food. I thought you said you felt very concarne. That's good, Dan. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, queso burrito was just not not good. I, I I wish I'd have picked something else from that menu. 
Yeah, but I feel like that white queso sauce is probably going to show up a lot of places on sure. the Tex-Mex. I would avoid anything that comes with said white queso. But if you're at George's, order the chips. Yeah. Spring the couple bucks for like the unlimited chips, especially if you have had like a night of drinking before. Those chips are going to plus up your George's meal a hundredfold. They got guac, too. Mm. They got guac. I bet it's from a can. But you know it what? It could be good. Could be good. George's, we got anything else to talk about food-wise? Don't think so, Andy. That was all that we ate. If I had a couple physical dollars on my person when we were there, I would have bought some scratchers and see yeah. uh, how our George's luck hit. There's so much small-scale gambling available. Uh-huh. You can play Kino. What is it? Every five every minutes? Every four minutes. Every yeah. four minutes. Uh, probably also cash only, though. Yeah. We should have played. We talked about it. Yeah. We definitely should have played. Yeah. Oh, well. Our lives would have been a lot different. Yeah. Yeah, we could have been rich. Yeah. They also had scratchers. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple dozen scratcher of scratchers yep. you could get. They had the ones from $5 ranging all the way up to the $50 oh, scratchers. Yeah. That would have been uh, something. And they also had every lotto offered by the Missouri Lotto. Sure. The paper versions where you fill in the, oh, the yeah. bubbles oh, like yeah. a Scantron. George's is missing only the pumps of unleaded out front. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> there, you know, it's, it's pretty close to a gas station in that regard. When I was in college and going there, the clientele that you would see when you went much more resembled what you would imagine from a place that had all that like low-key gambling. Sure. And now it was it was families. Like when we went oh, yeah. both days, it was it was fam- it was a genuine family restaurant vibe in there, yeah. down to it being relatively clean. Like there was nothing seedy about it. No, not at all. It seemed like a, like a local village inn or something like that with mm-hmm. a weird quirk that they offer Tex Mex for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I have been to the George's style restaurants in town, Andy, but I had not been to George's. I don't mm-hmm. believe, and I left pretty satisfied. I, I was really expecting something. Maybe along the lines of just what we've had before here in town, but I I was pleasantly surprised. The places like that that we know of, we covered three of them. Mm -hmm. We've done Springfield Family Restaurant. Mm -hmm. We did Ziggy's. We did Springfield Diner, yeah, yeah, which has gone now. R.I.P. You know the 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 Turkish style breakfast there. That that was. We never got to the Carriage House, which no longer exists. I think some place might have taken. I had the Carriage House whenever we had planned on doing it, and. it tasted awful. Yeah. It was horrible. That was going to be with Jeff from 4 and 7 Good Eating, but it never... We had that some sort of miscommunication. Was and had was one of the worst one. things I've ever had, and I was bummed that the episode didn't happen, yeah. so I just had to have it for no reason. Mm-hmm. It was really bad. The point I'm trying to get to is I, I think this is easily my favorite of that type of restaurant. Like I the, think so, too. The late-night diner style. I agree. It was great. Yep. I'm giving it a solid four Big Red V's. Wow. Um, out of big red V's, I, you know, I'm just going to say considering I was not the one to order the Tex-Mex and that I wasn't the one who had the George's skillet placed in front of me, everything I had that I ordered straight up was five-star quality. Wow. And I'm, I'm going to give it four and a half. Awesome. I'm going to give it four and a half because that, that cheese sauce was pretty nasty. Yeah. I'm just glad I didn't order it. Everything I ordered was great. I told you while we were sitting there that uh, I had heard through the grapevine that the wonderful band Battles mm. visited George's following their performance. 
at the Galois or the the following morning had had Georgia's before they headed out of town, uh, which that's cool too. Yeah. And I bet they liked it. Cool choice. I bet the promoter had been like, "You should go to Galies." And you're like, "I don't think so. We're not going to wait in line." Yeah, I think I, I like it more than Galies. I think I might too. I'm like thinking back to my Galies review for the show. That was another time when we had an enormous table full of food for two it people. It really was. Yeah. We did lunch and dinner yeah. at the same time. Uh-huh. And the same pastry. Way, yeah. we, we both got a sweet there as oh, well. show sucks. <laughs> it, it, that is the best part of the show. I gotta say, Eating. the best part of the show is the sh- part that listeners do not get to participate in at all. Uh, I, I, love I love it, it all. Yeah. I love the whole thing. Yeah, so that's our review of Georgia's. That is it. Cool. Andy, you are here on the show. This is a fact. You are putting me in charge of introducing this next segment. You are regretting it currently. Yep. You are back in a big way from China, and you had a meal when you first got back from China, Andy. So that meal, if I'm, and I'm not, I didn't do well in math, but that would be not your second, not your third. It's time for a brand new segment. That's right, folks. It's Andy's first meal. All right, what'd you have for your first meal back, you filthy animal? Well, Dan, I got back on a Sunday, which complicated the situation. Mm -hmm. I wanted Newhouse. Sure. What I really wanted off the plane from China was American Chinese food. You cannot get anything like it. Makes there, sense. There are even some Western restaurants where that fake it and they don't fake it well. Sure. I will occasionally get general chicken at a place that sells, you know, Western food or whatever. And it's fine. It's okay. Yeah, I would be yawning too. I'm tired. It's been a long day. Yeah. <laughs> but they were closed on Sundays. Closed on Sundays. Now, like five days later when my parents let me, they didn't let me leave the house. They actually encouraged me to go drive around mm-hmm. because I'd just been cooped up in the house. They said, well, you wear a mask in the car so we can use the car later. Mm-hmm. Just drive around. So that's what I did. And I drove to the drive-thru at Newhouse, got it. Uh, that's not what the segment is about, though. It was funny because you and I were making plans. We, I think at that point we had canceled recording and you were yeah. like, let's just have dinner once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. still sounds good to me if you want to scrap this one it's a little late we're an hour and 10 minutes in so hey. i don't want to scrap it there might be something that i want to scrap though where i actually did Ooh, wind up going Andy. where i where i did wind up going with my family who had never been there before was the new thai express Oh, you mean Thai Express by Simply Thai. Right. Thai Express by Simply Thai. Oh, wow. Who, Dan? Uh, I was I was still very excited because I do love the peanut chicken. In fact, I picked the peanut sure. chicken as the entree of my last meal. Mm. So it would fittingly be my first meal getting back, except it wasn't. That's not what I wanted. Just what I wound up having to have. That, that was my last time having that peanut chicken, Andy, was, uh, was for our last meal. I, th- I believe I visited Thai Express one single time. After we recorded our last meal, had something else there. 
and as it were, that has been my last meal well, at Thai Express. Turns out, Dan, hashtag me too. Wow. Uh, that was the last time I had that version of the peanut chicken that I loved so much. Well, I'm sad to say. I did order the peanut chicken. My family ordered other stuff. I think everybody had a, had a decent enough experience, sure. but they hadn't experienced the old Thai Express and the yeah. rundown, just beautifully rundown old building there on Grand and Glenstone. Even though they painted it on the outside, it still had an enormous amount of character. Yes. Okay. Everybody knows how much we love it, how much That's I great. love it. Dan, this was not the same. Mm. It was not the same. Sad. The sauce, it wasn't bland, but it was bland by comparison. You could not taste the coconut. I hope mm. it was an off day. You couldn't taste the coconut. The chicken was different. The actual chicken, the meat was higher quality. Sure. But the breading did not have nearly as much flavor. Mm. And the rice was like Chinese restaurant rice. Ugh. I know that we go back and forth on that. I, get, I don't know if they're using brown rice or what, but like mm. it's con- it was controversial. I was a big fan of that. Brown weird ri- oil. I, I doubt the rice yeah. was brown. But. Whatever was going on with the rice at the old Thai Express, I really loved it or Me grew too. to love it. Yeah. And they don't have that anymore. It was an acquired taste, but I had definitely acquired it. A thing I love is gone. Like it's just gone. And it's really it was it was disappointing. They got to do what's best for the business. There were people in there when yep. we went, and it was, you know, it was mid-afternoon on a Sunday and they had sure. customers, so good, good for them. I have been actively following the Springfield Reddit mm-hmm. over the last six months. I think pretty much since we decided to force you to be sure. doing the show again. Uh-huh. Patrick, the son Patrick, the mm-hmm. owner of uh, Thai Express, is very active on there. I love it when he's posts. He's, when he posts, he's very candid about running a small business. People have asked about a lot of the changes, and he's really broken down why a lot of those changes need to be made. It's like scaling down the amount of resources that are using. They're just sure. spending an enormous amount of money on dishes that hardly anyone ordered. And I get it, but man, it's just not the same restaurant. Makes me sad. Yeah. I hope it works out well for them. I hope they find success with this version on the south side of town. But uh, I sure missed it. It was very disappointing. I wish nothing but success for Thai Express and all Patrick's involved. I had them one last time while they were still in the old location. They had already started to switch that wonderful menu up. Yeah. I got that Thai Express fried rice, just their classic chicken fried rice that I love so much that you order and it makes your car smell like (laughs) just the most wonderful thing you've ever experienced. Uh, and it, you know, it, it came with a, a piece of slimy sliced on a bias cucumber yeah. on it. Like their everyday tie or something. They uh-huh. just, they got brand new on us. Andy. I know. That's the that only is... way I can explain oh. it. They got brand new. They got everyday tie prices too. Yes. Now. Yeah. And uh, I've heard that. And, and everywhere is more expensive. Sure. Everywhere is more expensive. Their it increase is. is more extreme, but yeah. I understand they're really trying to rebrand to become like a nicer they get to improve in yes. your reputation, and that's part of it. They should be proud of their food, and people should, you know, it's obviously people are paying for it. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, they were one of the most reputable town, uh, yeah. places in town for me. They were giving out free toilet paper and some of the most yeah. oh, delicious, so cool. yeah, with, with the qualities of wonderful Springfield style Chinese food, but still different, you know, stood out from the crowd. I know Patrick Peach's employees. Well, in a way that's almost legendary, Mm -hmm. like he does great things for them and takes them on trips and stuff like that. So seems like a cool place. I just miss my chicken. Sure. That's all. Yeah, that's it. You know, as the lonely farmer said, I just miss my chicken. I will say 
New Year's Eve last night. Went to Rama Thai. Ooh, Andy. Got the similar dish there. Kai Todd Rama, my favorite thing. Got the golden bag. It was... We should cover that on the show sometime. Yeah, we should do it for a third time. You're right. It was better than it's ever been. I could not believe how good it was. It was fantastic. Wow. Uh, maybe they were just really hitting on New Year's Eve. Maybe they were turning it, mm-hmm. out, turning it out and just putting forth the best effort or whatever. I, it was incredibly good. It made me so happy. And it was great to uh, introduce my girlfriend and her mom there. They both really enjoyed it also. We all three got different stuff, and every one of us loved what we got. It may be too soon for this, and let me know if it is or if you want to do this for another segment. But what else is on the list, Andy? What else do you have to have before you go? Shanghai and egg roll. Yes. I mean, you can pretty much go listen to the last meals episode. Okay. I've already hit most of those places. Okay. Uh, we went to the, the order, and I didn't get the bread pudding because when we sure. got it for the, that episode, it was not as good as it used to yep. be. I went to Cafe Cusco and got a bunch of different stuff. Got the chicken Copa, but we also got the Leche de Tigre. Oh, I, uh, you sent me a picture of that. I did. I just needed you to know. You sent me a picture. I responded, just one? Yeah, because they're supposed to do a shooter and a sipper. Because you're supposed to do a shooter and a sipper. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, uh, fortunately, that that photo that you sent me did lead me to um, top one of the greatest writers of all time, Andy. Uh, and that is, uh, of course, Mr. Ernest Hemingway, oh. who famously wrote the the saddest short story, um, which I have now improved upon, okay. uh, which is one leche. I, be, I beat that little dummy by three words for the saddest <laughs> short story. One milk. <laughs> Uno leche. One Uno milk. leche. Yeah. It's, that's the last time we ever talk about that guy on this podcast. I sure hope so, Andy. <laughs> I sure hope so. I kind of want to go to Wingstop. Like I, mm, I just okay. I love breaded fried chicken. Dan. I haven't had Wingstop in a minute. That was one of our kind of that would be slotted in if we couldn't think of something. Last time we got it, so insanely salty. Oh, can you imagine not finishing your wings from Wingstop? No, because that was me. No, that was me. Can't imagine. It was sad. That is really sad. Yeah. We hit Scully's, talked about that, got the spicy pork ramen. Going to go back, hopefully, and get the uh, uh, tofu ramen. Jake got that oh, whenever yeah. whenever we went. And oh, yeah. It just looks aw- like the tofu looks beautiful. Have you not had the tofu? I have, oh, of course. Oh, my God. That yeah. shroom and foo ramen. Like I, I, I'd take that tofu over any meat served there. Should we do that tonight instead of that restaurant we're supposed to review? Just scrap it? <laughs> no. Go to Scully's? <laughs> no. I got I, I got a meal waiting for me, Andy. Okay. This is a the, one of the most special, one of the most important meals of the year there, uh, yeah. is, is being plated tonight. I honestly feel bad uh, because you know, let the listeners in here a little bit. It is the first. It's the first day of the year. It is New Year's Day. Uh, the first thing that you're supposed to eat is black-eyed peas, Andy. Oh, sure. And I've been filling my body with uh, with Georges. And while it was delicious, and while we litigated all of it, I wish I was at home right now with my beautiful I girlfriend understand. eating her black-eyed peas. You know, playing with my Pinot. And with that. <laughs> I guess that concludes the first meal segment. It does, and and I hope that segment comes back. Yeah, someday. we tried to get a, a pair of guests, one of uh-huh. whom has moved away a long time ago. I think it'd be fun to talk to talk to people about what they eat yeah. when they visit home. That would be cool. Yeah, so we'll do it again. Also, happen, I didn't tell you this, but that guest finally did get back to me and apologize for not responding. Sure, 
And hopefully we can book that guest at a time that's more convenient for that guest to promote something I would coming up. That. I would love for us to promote that guest something or other. Yeah. Andy. And speaking of guests. Oh. Whoa. Did you invite someone else? Andy. I did not invite someone else, uh, as we Booker. discussed uh, in the previous episode, parentheses, S, parentheses. I've hired somebody okay. to get our guests, and so far, lackluster. You know, Dr. Didi, I do think that sh- they had... <laughs> I actually can't remember if she, what gender Dr. Didi was. It. Um, uh, Dr. Didi did have a lot to offer. I know... Dr. Didi did? Dr. Didi did. Dr. Doodoo mixed incomes, of course. Uh, mixed incomes? <laughs> Dr. Doodoo mixed incomes. <laughs> Jeez. <sighs> yeah, sounds like a real Dave Ramsey type. No, it does. Yeah. Dr. Doodoo mixed incomes. Get out of debt. Stop buying that dang avocado toast. Oh, if I ever see Dave Ramsey, I'm going to slap the. <laughs> I got to back up. Okay, please. I can't believe that came up. The odds are so low that it would. They have avocado toast on the menu at George's. Really? When I went there with my my girlfriend and her mom, there was also another man who's like somebody who used to work at our school, whatever. A guy that lives in Missouri that I hadn't met before. I met him for the first time. He ordered avocado toast. And my sense of humor is not for everyone. Mm. It's often not not even for me. Yeah. I turn and look at him. I go, well... You already own a house, so I guess it's okay for you to have that. Yeah. Because he does. Yeah. <laughs> and what did he think of that? Was he was confused. his brain soaked in the internet enough to know the unfunny joke you're making? <laughs> uh, he was confused. <laughs> My girlfriend was not confused. She uh-huh. shook her head. Yeah. Not confused, but not, not disappointed. <laughs> the woman in her 60s that was uh-huh. with us had no idea sure. what was going on. Sure. It's very confusing. And of course, we... Explain, explain. Yeah, to explain what avocado toast was to her first. Oh, she, she got was that. Unsure. She's she's pretty with it. Uh huh. As far as things that taste good. Well, speaking of things that taste good, Andy. Oh yeah, we have another guest. We got a guest. Okay. Um, and you know this person is. I'm not gonna lie. They, they, so Dr. Didi, not known by any stretch of the imagination been doing it for a while been doing it since the mid 80s sure, teaching yeah. podcast etiquette i certainly learned a lot of things open hand no weapon of course yep, yep. us being descendants of bugs all that but this next guest i you know i gotta hand it to the guy who's been booking him uh, he got us somebody it's like a local booker he somebody is a local, local booker. Okay. He's okay. a local booker. He's a guy who I've known for a little bit, and I, you know, he's 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 helping us out. I think he did pretty good on this one, Andy. I'm I'm kind of he doesn't have a whole lot of time, uh, which sucks because I could definitely do this for like another hour or so <laughs> and not want to totally die. But you know, it's it's someone that you've heard of. It's oh, someone I've heard of. Cool. I mean, it's I, I'm sure we've talked about him before, I, although I'm not sure where. Uh, I guess without further ado, uh, ladies and gentlemen, actor Thomas Jane. Oh, wow. Thomas Jane. Hey, what's up, guys? I just watched the entirety of The Expanse like last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool show. I mean, I don't know if I brought a clip from The Expanse, uh, but that's cool to hear uh, because I definitely, I mean, I think I was in it. I'm in a lot of stuff is the thing. Like, I... It's hard to keep track sometimes of all the stuff I'm in, and I, I you were I, in, you're in hung, 
I am in hung. I'm almost sure that I have. Do I have a clip here of that? Dan, do I have a clip of that? Um, I don't know. Let me see here. It looks. Yeah. No, no. We we do have a clip from hung. All right. I'm going to go ahead and play the clip. Oh, dang. That guy sure is hung. Oops. I, my pants. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> I'm a little confused by that. I mean, there's a couple things confusing I haven't watched me. the show, so I, I, I didn't oh, know yeah. that that was like a key moment or anything. I wouldn't call it a key moment. Oh. It, it wasn't like the biggest thing to happen on the show, but I, I definitely made myself shine. Now, now, something I noticed, Dan here, mm. open hand, no weapon, got my hand up. One thing I noticed, you were referring to somebody in that clip being hung. Yeah. Which I'm... F- I I thought I thought you, it was you Thomas in the show Jane, like you know whatever we can clear this up. Speaking of hung, yeah, you're in Boogie Nights. Oh, it's true. It it's is true. Thank you for saying small that. Role. It is true. Yeah, this is Thomas Jane cutting back in here. Uh, actor Thomas Jane. I was in Boogie Nights. Very small role. Very small role. Um, actually, I've got a clip if you want to play it, Dan. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let let me hit hit play on this. Wow. These truly were the boogiest nights of our lives. Oh, oops, I my pants. <laughs> I no don't way. remember that. I, I've seen that movie a lot. And I definitely know the Thomas Jane part in that. It's mm-hmm. with the scene with our Alfred Molina, <laughs> Funky Cole Molina. Uh, <laughs> Andy, do you remember if Thomas I, Jane est his pants? In, est his peas? No, I don't remember. Oh, well, I mean, as you could hear from the clip, I pretty clearly did. I mean, maybe... I, I don't know. I, I got another clip here. Um, oh. uh, I don't know. What's another famous movie I'm on? You guys know The Punisher? Yeah. I, I just, I was talking about The Punisher the other day. Cause I, Dan, do you, did you ever go to Waffle House and do the thing where you could pay the flat fee and then order anything off the menu for two oh, hours? God, that sounds incredible. I didn't yeah. do that. That sounds it, awesome. The day that The Punisher and Kill Bill Volume 2 came out, my friends and I all went to Waffle House immediately after school. And did the two hours of eating and then went and watched The Punisher and then Kill Bill Volume 2. It's a treasured memory of mine. Wow, that's, I mean, you know, Thomas Jane cutting in here. Uh, that's pretty cool. I say it's cool. Kill Bill 2 did really eat our lunch. And I, I was really hoping to kind of have uh, The Punisher, like, be my launch pad. Yeah. I mean, I, it's certainly a bigger role than I've had in almost anything to date. Like, let's just go ahead and play the clip. I, I, I Cool. Yeah, yeah. You get most of my role mm-hmm. in here. Whoa, is that the Punisher? Oh, I, my pants. <laughs> Wait a second. You are the Punisher. You played the Punisher. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you played the Punisher in that film. I think you are. <laughs> let me get on IMDb here real quick and just search. I wasn't in Kill Bill Part 2. I wasn't Kill Bill Part 1, though. What, I don't know what are your feelings about John Bernthal? Speaking of eating someone's lunch. Oh, John Bernthal? Yeah. I, I love him. I was actually just in American Gigolo, the Showtime series with him. Uh, you want to hear a clip from it? Sure. Okay. That dude, that, that Gigolo, he sure is putting in work. Oh, that's my pants. <laughs> <laughs> so in that clip, you're watching John Barenthal presumably do his, his Gigolo. Work. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching him get his strokes in. Uh, and, and then <laughs> yeah, Who was you know. doing what in that situation? Well, John Barron thought he's the American Gigolo. Uh-huh. Gigolo, he was. Uh-huh. He's uh, watching Agent Carter, and then I, uh, I 
my pants. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we got that part. For yeah, sure. we noticed. I so when you search Thomas Jane on IMDb, yep, Thomas Jane, that's me. When you search Thomas Jane on IMDb, there's two results. There's Thomas Jane, T H O M A S. He was the star of yeah. Punisher. Uh, I, was, I was in Punisher. Mm. It's the star of HBO's Hung. I was in that. Yeah. And then the there's Expanse. a second one on it. Yeah, I was in The Expanse. You guys want to hear a clip? Yeah, I'd love to hear a clip from The Expanse. Oh, man. Space sure is a dark, cold expanse. Oh, <laughs> my pants. <laughs> in space. <laughs> in, in space. <laughs> <laughs> so i think there's been a mistake andy do you spell your name t-o-m-a-s yeah T- thomas jane thomas you know, the the traditional spelling mm. so i i think what's happened is instead of hiring leading man thomas jane to come on the show our booker has gotten you who it appears on IMDb are listed as Thomas. Oops, I my pants, Jane. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's right. I mean, well, I don't know what happened with like your booking or whatever. I, I know I got booked on the show, mm. but I, you know, I'm, I, I've been in a lot of flicks, guys. Like I, I got some more clips if you want to hear them. Yeah, I'll take as many as you got. Oh, I mean, of course, I was in a few good men. Is that true? <laughs> Listen, guys. All we need is a few good men. Oh, my, my pants. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, a funny answer that. I, that is true. <laughs> I was in a few good men. Uh, you might be thinking of the other Thomas Jane, though. I don't think he was. Oh. I don't think he was, like, <laughs> real big were. in it yet. But, I, you okay. know, I've been, I've been in this game for a little bit. Yeah, I, well, I, I, I mean, it goes back even further than a few good men. I, I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll obviously recognize where this next clip's from. Forget it, Jake. It's China. Oh, oops, I my pants. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, that's from Roman Polanski's Chinatown. Mm. That's that. Mm. It does seem like you've been at it for a while. Uh, the, have you done any recent work? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you'll recognize this one. I think it was in the trailer. They fly now. <laughs> oops, I did my pants. <laughs> so, is your character? Essing <laughs> his pants, or is it? Is this just something that you, the actor, is doing, and it's making it in? I mean, you know, who's to say? It's a good mix. It's kind of like, yeah, you it's know, improvisation. It's, yeah, it's improv sometimes. Sometimes the role calls for it. I mean, oftentimes when the role calls for it, it's not exactly on the page per se. But you know, as an actor of my caliber, you can just tell. You know, you see a something and like. It's not just feature films either. You know, I've been in, you know, what you would consider more, I don't know, nonfiction documentary or the. Yeah, a nonfiction documentary? Well, you mean like, like something like Jackass? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, I was in the Jackass movie. Let's hear this clip. I don't know if I have a clip from this one. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, no, I do. <laughs> All right, you jackass guys. Very funny. Who put this in my pants? Oh, wait. 
<laughs> so that one had kind of a, had a turn to it. You, twist, yeah. you thought maybe Who it was a prank from them. I thought it was going to be that you were watching Steve-O do that, and then mm-hmm. you do it too. Yeah. Is that the only, like, you said documentary that you've been... Oh, no. I, I mean, I've, I've been in other ones, like... Yeah, I mean we could play a clip. Yeah, let's do it from a documentary. This is one of the. This is a somber doc. Yeah, so when I saw those kids bowling for for Columbine, Columbine, God, yeah, your name's Errol, right? Michael? Oh, dang. I I guess I thought you were a different guy. Uh anyway, you mind if we do this interview later? I actually just shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Thank you, Tom Tomas Jane. Andy, you got any other movies you want to run by Tom Jane, see if he was in them? Yeah. Are you in a you, you seem like you're an older dude, right? You yeah. may be a little older. Oh yeah, for Keep, sure. I think I might have recognized you from from Solo. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, I was in that one. Yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah. definitely in that one. Yeah, I mean, I think I have a clip for. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Dan, go ahead and go ahead and throw this clip on. Wow, his pants are pretty clean. <laughs> so you didn't your pants <laughs> in the notorious filled movie <laughs> Solo or 120 Days of Sodom? Yeah. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a tough role for Living me. It was clean. hard to get into that one. Living clean back then. Uh, exact opposite, actually. Mm-hmm. I was I was on, uh, yeah, I was hanging with a uh, Dustin Hoffman on just so much junk. Absolutely, could my pants. It was <laughs> detrimental for my career. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that Dustin Hoffman was a her- heroin. You said junk. Yeah, that's right. He was doing heroin. Uh, neither of us could shit our pants. It was it was a pretty dark time. <laughs> is that a is that something? Is that a side effect of heroin? Um, I don't know. You'd have to ask Thomas Jane. Mm-hmm. Thomas Jane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Take it from me. Those were dark times. I mean, lost my wife, lost my kids, uh, lost my ability to shit my pants. Yeah, lost your for, source of income. Roles, so. Uh, Anyway, you know, uh, check me out in the upcoming season <laughs> of. Well, actually, I mean, we have a clip of it here if you want to just go ahead and play this mm, just to okay. go out on. These rich people sure do seem like they're about to have a freaking succession. Oh. I hit my pants. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Thomas Jane. Th- Thomas, oops, I hit my pants, Jane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for, for coming on the, the show this week. And that brings us to the end of yeah, this week's great episode up. of Spring Food <laughs> Mo. A great segment, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Sad that he had to leave during yeah. that last clip. Mm. But I think we might have him on again. Nice yeah. guy. Yeah, it was good. Nice guy. I think you smell that. Yeah. Smells the whole time. <laughs> his pants. Uh-huh. All right. Well, anything else we got to do? Yeah, I guess we'll see everyone next week. Yeah. <laughs> see you guys next week. And uh, I promise the next week there won't be any weather on here. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Spring Food Media.